I like movies. I watch movies uh, every so often. Um, and uh, this week I decided to watch it. I, I watch, I, it's a movie I watch every year. It's a really good one and I watched it. And, and it got me thinking, you know, like, what are my favorite um, films? I have a list in my head and kind of worked it out. Uh, I'm sure you all have your own favorites, but mine's kind of eclectic, kind of goes all over the place. I love the old stuff. Uh, uh, Casablanca, has anybody ever seen that one? Amazing, amazing. Maltese Falcon, and Key Largo. Uh, there's also um, uh, Citizen Kane is up there on the top of my, my list. There's a, there's a movie uh, from the 70s called Chinatown. Have you ever seen that? That's a, that's, that's a good movie. Uh, it's got a, little, a couple of scenes, but it, it's, 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 a, it's got brilliant writing, uh, great cinematography, it's well acted. And, and there, there's a, it's this theme of like redemption and another one uh, that I love that I used to watch when uh, I was a kid, it was on every Easter on Channel 7. Because uh, we didn't have streaming back then, we just had you know, 257, 9, 32, and 11, 44. Nobody watched 44. Uh, but it was uh, the Ten Commandments. It's kind of it's hokey, but boy, is it a good story. And, and again, the theme of redemption. Uh, there's, you know, some uh, recent ones. Um, well, I shouldn't say recent. Uh, the two Godfathers. I say two because the third one was terrible. It doesn't count. Um, but the first two, that's good stuff. It's for adults, obviously. And, uh, and uh, it's, but it's about a family. A, a dysfunctional family, for sure. But uh, it's... It's got that theme of redemption going through it, and and then you know on my on my my list, uh, and, and you know unless you think oh there's one called uh, there's one there's there's one called Babette's Feast. Uh, it's a Dutch film. You know it's about 20 years old. I, I would highly recommend that. It's a subtitle. You have to be patient, but boy is that an amazing amazing film. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's got this Catholic theme and the Eucharist going through it symbolically. It's just incredible. And, and the, the, unless you think I'm kind of you know, old-fashioned too much, uh, I, the latest one that I saw, I didn't want to go, but Father Pacer dragged me, and uh, it was uh, to see Top Gun and Maverick. That was, like, I was surprised. Wow. Like, Tom Cruise doesn't age. My gosh. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, again, the theme of redemption. And but the one I watched this week, uh, and I watch it once a year, and it's uh, it's called Chariots of Fire. Has anybody seen it? Chariots of Fire. Uh, I'm going to give you some homework. Okay, next week there'll be a quiz. All right. Uh, I want you to watch it. You can you can stream anything. You, you, it's on. I think it's on. It's either on. Uh, I think it's on Prime Video. That's 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 where I got it on Prime Video, and uh, 
it, it's, a, it's maybe an hour and a half. One of the best films ever made. I think it won the Academy Award that year uh, that it was out. And I'll tell you, you watch movies like that, and some of the movies that I've just mentioned, the reason why I like them so much is because I come away feeling like a person. I come away feeling good. I come away feeling elevated, inspired, uh, charged up. Because there's so much garbage out there that you leave, you leave these movies and you, you, it's like you need a therapist or take a bath after you're done. They're so bad. Huh? Father Pacer uh, uh, it, it made me watch uh, The Batman the other day. And, you know, Robert Pattinson, I thought he did a great job. But, you know, what struck me? Two hours into it, and there's only, I was looking at my watch, oh my gosh, there's another hour. And, and the last hour was, like, not so good. It was the first two hours that were really uh, uh, top-notch. But that film had the darkest vision of humanity. I think one of the worst depictions of what the human person is like. Just garbage, evil, bad. That's not who we are. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to pay money to, make, to, to, to feel bad, you know? I want to see, I want to spend time with like a film, a book, or a piece of art, or music that's going to inspire me. It's like, man, human beings are awesome. And we're made for greatness. And in this movie, Chariots of Fire. And, and I'm not giving anything away because most of you probably haven't seen it, but... There's a scene, or there's a character, and his name is Eric Little. Uh, he's, a, he's from Scotland. And this film is set in the early 1920s. And it's about these guys who are runners, and they want to go to the Olympic Games in Paris and compete. And so Eric Little is this missionary from China. His family's from Scotland, and they're home, taking a break from their missionary activity in China. The whole family are very good at missionary work. They're very good at bringing Christ and they're, they're, they're home for a bit before they go back. And so Eric says, well, I'm home. I want to compete in the games, which means he's going to delay his going back to, to China for a bit. And his sister is very upset with him. She goes, I'm worried for you. I'm worried that this stuff you've got, this competition you've got, this, you know, this running business, it's going to take you away from what God wants you to do. I'm worried for you and what it's going to mean for you. And he finally, he's, 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 he says, look. He goes, God made me a missionary. He gave me great gifts and talents to preach Christ. I'm good at it, yes. And I love doing it, and I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to go back to China, but not yet. Because God also made me fast. And when I run, I feel like I'm giving God glory. I'm giving God credit for the gifts and talents that he's given me. And when I run and when I give God glory, I feel his pleasure. What a great line. I feel his pleasure. That's it for us. That's what we're here for. To feel God's pleasure. In other words, to do what you're made to do. Everybody here has been given a certain set of gifts and talents. And you're never going to be happy or fulfilled you're never going to find that sweet spot in your life unless you exercise those gifts and talents for God's glory. Say, God, you gave me this for a reason, and I'm going to work at it. I'm going to excel at it. I'm going to, I'm going to make it my life's vision. This is my vocation. This is what I'm good at, and I'm going to do it in service of you. And, 
and then, and then I will feel your pleasure. See, we think we have to make God happy. No, we don't. Who, who here can make God happy? Nobody. God doesn't need us to make him happy. He's completed himself. He doesn't need anything from us. God doesn't need us to make him happy. See, God wants to make us happy. God put you here so you could be happy. God put you here to make you happy, to be filled with joy. He wants to make you happy. And he's and to do that, so God wants you to be happy, so he's given you that which you need in order to be happy. Take what he's given you, do it well, be a good dad, be a good mom, be a good son and daughter. And whatever it is you choose to do in your life's work, do it good. <clears throat> work hard at it. Perfect your craft. And do it in the service of God, whatever that is. And brothers and sisters, you do that, you will feel his pleasure. And there's a scene in that uh, chariot's fireworm. Eric Little finally he's qualifies for the Olympic Games in Paris, 1924. And he's, he arrives in Paris from England. And right off the boat, he discovers that uh, his game, his race, is scheduled for Sunday. And he's like, well, I guess that's it. I can't run because I'm not going to run on Sunday because that would not give glory to God. I have to keep holy this Sabbath. So he refused. And, you know, even the king, the, the prince was there and this, the, all these high dignitaries of, of Britain were there in this room and they call him in and they say, we want you to run on Sunday. He goes, no, I won't. And they said, not even for your country, not even for your king. He goes, no, God first. Well, they finally worked out a compromise. Different race, different day, so he could compete. But as after he left, they, they were talking with each other, and they said, you know, do you realize what we almost did to that guy? His, his life's force is connected to God. And we sought to separate those two things. We sought to separate his running from his God. And that would have been a disaster. That is always a disaster. When we seek to do things without recourse to the one who has called us to do them. To be a father, a mother, a son, a daughter, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a student, a worker, priest, sister, husband and wife, to do those things, but separated from the one who has called you to do them. It's a disaster. You look at the world and all the unfulfilled people. We, we have been created to act the way we've been made to act. To do that which we've been created to do. To follow our natures. And when we act contrary to our nature, it's a disaster. You see so many people out there acting contrary to the way they were made to act. And they're not happy. And the world is a mess, yes. But you're here 
And you're the answer. You want to make the world right? Get yourself right. You want to get yourself right? Get your relationship with the Lord right. Put all those things that God has given you in in proper order. In other words, like the reading, rid yourself of every burden and sin that clings to us. So in other words, get rid of everything in your life that keeps you from experiencing God's love for you, keeps you experiencing God's pleasure that he has in you, keeps you experiencing from experiencing the delight that he has in you. Get rid of it. It's no good. And yes, it's hard. That is the suffering that uh, Christ takes on and shares with us. And, and Hebrews says, and yet you have not resisted the point of shedding blood. No matter how hard it is, you still haven't gone far enough. God's worth everything. So we're all in a movie, our own. We write it, we direct it, cinematography, whatever, act. Is that a movie that our ancestors, that great crowd of witnesses will look at and say, boy, I'm proud of them. Look what they're doing, trying to do. Are they cheering us on? Are we hearing their support and their love and their prayers and their intercessions? Since we've been surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of all that keeps us uh, from finding Christ and persevere in running that race, our eyes fixed on Christ for the sake of the joy that lay before us. The joy that lays before you. Keep your eyes on him. Give him the glory. Whatever it is you do, you do it well. Do it for him. Do it with your gifts and talents. Great crowd of witnesses, the angels, the saints, Mary, Jesus, Joseph, all those people have gone before us. Your great-grandparents, your grandparents, your parents, all those in heaven looking down, praying for you, cheering for you, finding pride in your life and how you have risen uh, to achieve what is possible in the greatness of the human person. Keep your eyes fixed on him and on the finish line of the great race you won, which is for all of us the resurrection.